Hey, welcome to Holistic Marketing. This is where we bridge psychology, spirituality, and marketing to create more clients. I'm Martina Thomason, and I teach you how to do organic marketing that is in alignment with your personal values and feels good to your soul. If you don't want to run ads or learn all the technical aspects around marketing, but still want to attract and convert clients, listen on. Hey friends, it's been a while. I got hit with COVID and I had a nice time off with my family in the Norwegian mountains over the Christmas holidays, but we're here now and I am so excited to be back. I originally planned to talk about goals as we're kicking off the new year, but there is something that is so hot on my heart these days. And it's an amazing concept that have really changed me in a big way and also my marketing and business. The fastest and most sustainable energetic shift that I've experienced is when I started implementing the concept be before you see. You're probably already familiar with the concept fake it till you make it, but <laughs> there's a nuance to that that doesn't really sit right with me. So I like to turn it into something more positive, something more grounded, which is be the result before you see the result or be before you see. And as coaches, to be successful, we have to be a product of our product. Nobody wants to hire a life coach that hates her life and nobody wants to hire a relationship coach that doesn't really see the point in relationships. So being what we offer to others is what attracts them to us. They want to work with you so that they can get to where you are. Now, we don't want your inner perfectionist and inner critic to gang up on you. We are humans and life happens. So we don't want to think that we have to be completely perfect and have the perfect mindset at all times. And, you know, our life should just be unicorns, butterflies, glitters and all that jazz. Life does happen and we go through ups and downs. That's the human condition. Yet... Every day is a new, fresh start to reset and recalibrate and be the version of yourself that you most want to be and see the results that you most want to see in your life and your marketing and your business. We get to choose how we play the cards that were dealt. So if we extend that train of thought if you want to be a professional coach with a fully booked practice, you need to show up as a professional coach with a fully booked practice right now. A little preface here. I don't mean professional in the corporate, boring, gray, square sense, <laughs> but by its definition to be engaged in a specific activity as one's main paid occupation rather than as a hobby. Just think about it, right? Your goal is to be a professional coach with a fully booked practice. So when you really embody that version of yourself, wearing her clothes, living in her environment, having her habits, thinking her thoughts, feeling her feelings, taking her actions, you inevitably get her results. There's no way around it. 
when I made the firm decision to step into being the version of myself that had the results that I wanted, I went all in on all areas of my life because I got to a point where I pretty much screamed to myself inside of my head, <laughs> I am done with getting by. Fuck this shit. I'm not doing this anymore. I am being my most ideal self starting from today. I am not participating in this wishy-washy stuff any longer. Fuck it. I'm all in on all areas of getting the result that I want. Let's go. <laughs> and I asked myself, what is my style when I'm living as this version of myself? And the answer for me was um, that my style was sophisticated, it was fun and edgy and powerful. For me, that combination sort of created a, a certain vibe. And if a garment in my closet didn't give me that vibe, not even in combination with other pieces of clothing. I either donated it or sold it. It was a confident and firm decision on each piece of clothing. And I didn't spend much time on it because I wanted it to be something that wasn't drawn out, you know, back and forth on, on one thing, knowing, not knowing and all that sort of stuff. Um, although the whole process, um, did take me about a month because I went through all of my things in my life and apartment. Thinking back, this is what a decision-making process looks like for the version of myself too. I am not going back and forth and leaving it to be decided at a later point. It's like, if it's not a definite yes, it's a no. Done deal. Moving forward. <laughs> and um, so turning it back to you, what will your space look like when you're, say, a million dollar earner? If that's, you know, something that you want to do. Or, or what does your space look like when you are a fully booked coach uh, with amazing clients and you're really working back to back because you even have a waiting list. Like there's so many people wanting to work with you. If that version of you moved into your apartment or house or space right now, how would you organize it? How would it feel like? What would be the atmosphere at home, in her home, in that version of you's home? <laughs> I don't know how to say that. You might think that you'd have to get designer interior and stuff that you can't afford yet, but that's not what I'm saying. You can create a vibe in your space without having expensive stuff. Like you really don't need that because the feeling is what you're after. You might be thinking, you know, but Martina, I don't have money to buy a whole new wardrobe though. And this is not at all what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that it's better to have less clothing in your wardrobe and be really strict when you go shopping. If it's not giving you the vibe that you want, it's just simply not coming home with you. There'll be no more telling yourself, oh, this is nice. And then take it home. Maybe use it once or twice, maybe never. And it just becomes a wardrobe filler. <laughs> Being a minimalist and having little stuff, paradoxically, is very much in alignment with abundance and, and living an abundant life because you have less clutter in your home and instead more money in your bank account. When I did this, I went through every drawer, every cupboard, every closet, 
and emptied out everything that didn't feel like the vibe that I wanted to become. This also extended to my phone and my laptop, like clearing everything because for me, spaciousness, structure and calmness feels like abundance. And I also should include freedom and the structure actually gives me freedom because it's easier for me to navigate. It's easier for me to be creative in a space where there is certain structure. Otherwise, my energy would just flow everywhere. Um, so it's kind of creating this beautiful container for my freedom and and creativity. And I'd be curious to hear the vibe that you'd create in your home to feel a sense of abundance as well. I also invite you to look at your calendar. Do you use it actively now? Would the fully booked version of yourself have a structured calendar that she honored every day of the weekday, every hour? So as most of you probably have experienced, if you're uh, an entrepreneur, you all of a sudden have the sole responsibility to manage your time and get things done. And it can seem really hard. <laughs> like the distractions are everywhere. And the part of you that just wants to sleep in because you deserve it, because you can, or take some time off in the middle of the day to um, do some house chores or, um, you know, lie on the sofa because you're feeling a little bit low in the afternoon. Like, you can do that. You could let that version of yourself run the show. But within you, there is a version of you that can get shit done. You want her to run the show. But in collaboration with the other one, we don't want to bulldoze the other one, but we want to honor the version of ourselves that has ambitions and make it safe enough for our inner scared parts to also be on board with that. So how can you create the habits that your fully booked self has? If you don't have a fully booked practice of paying clients, you can start by filling up spots with free coaching, you know, honing your craft through offering help to others. Um, you can also do self-coaching and you can also spend time evaluating the coaching that you've given instead. So put that in your calendar. Your fully booked self has a full calendar of speaking to people. So do the same. Put yourself out there. Help people now. Then offer your services to them for a longer engagement package. And in any circumstance that you find yourself in, think as my fully booked self, I do, and then fill in the blank in this circumstance. So for example, if you are about to reach out to pick up your phone to get some good old instant gratification <laughs> instead of completing a task, ask yourself, as my fully booked self, what do I do in this circumstance? The answer might be recognize that I'm distracting myself to avoid feeling uncomfortable. Acknowledge that and that it's okay to feel uncomfortable. 
set a timer to complete the task and then put the phone away. The fully booked version of yourself likely has a higher tolerance for stretching beyond her comfort zone and therefore acts accordingly. So she's also likely to prefer long-term wins rather than instant gratification. And keeping her word to herself is probably also something that she highly values. So remember that the fully booked version of yourself probably has a well-managed mind. So we kind of always want to come back to that as a baseline to always be managing our minds when we're actively doing something. Don't speak of the version of yourself in third person, like uh, the fully booked version of myself. She does or he does this and that. Think, I do this because this version of you already lives within you. You just need to give her more air time. <laughs> so as you can see, be the result before you see the result is a way of setting goals and moving towards them. To use the example that we've been talking about all along in this episode, you set a goal of being a fully booked coach, then you live into your thoughts, feelings and actions and create the environment for it. The first two points, thoughts and feelings, are the most important of all in order to create anything. They dictate the actions that we take and therefore the habits that we establish. And although it might sound like in this episode that to be before you see starts with changing how you look and how you live, what comes before that is your thoughts and feelings. Remember I had that whole dialogue inside of my head? <laughs> the, so for you, the thought might be, I am ready to go all in on being my fully booked self, the fully booked version of myself, like I'm ready. And you might feel determined. And the actions that you're taking is that you create space for the new to come through. And you feel drawn to dress in a way that feels empowering. And you also create a space where you can more easily focus on your business. So as you can see, it's sort of like a snowball effect, but really honoring the actions that you're taking in order to set yourself up to thrive, you know, th through how you feel, through how you dress, through how you're um, creating the space around you. And if you have children, um, I'm not saying that you should, you know, run around and clean up after their mess to keep a pristine house at all times in high heels in a, in a prom dress, like, you know, although I would like to see that. <laughs> it would be hilarious. Um, however, I do invite you to be in the circumstance that you are right now and then think as a fully booked coach, what am I doing today? What gets to have my attention today? How do I produce my best work today with what I have in this moment? I help my clients come back to what is the most important work for them every single week. And they achieve amazing results because of it. And it's not only the tangible things that they achieve. What's actually more important is 
who they're becoming in the process. Nobody can ever take that away from them and they can come back to what they've learned and apply it and achieve results over and over and over again for the rest of their lives. So you might be thinking that I've spoken a lot about being your way into your desired results, but how exactly does that affect your marketing? Like this is a marketing podcast after all, holistic marketing. <laughs> and it applies in all the ways, my friend, in all the ways. <laughs> when you are being your fully booked self, you speak and you write with confidence. You know that you have what it takes right now to help someone. You don't need anything from your followers. You're not trying to convince them or coerce them into buying from you because you're fully booked. You share because this is what you love to talk about. You come from a place of abundance and the whole vibe that you're giving off is shining through in every piece of content that you create. And that's what draws people in because they want what you have. And if you can be the result before you see the result, you can also help your clients do the same. If you are a health coach, you can help your clients be healthy before they see the results of being healthy. If you're an empowerment coach or a confidence coach, you can help your people be confident before they see the results of being confident. If you're a creative coach, you can help your people be dedicated to their art before they see the results of being dedicated to their art. It's one of the highest forms of integrity to be before you see when it comes to marketing because you're practicing what you're preaching and you're constantly creating transformation for yourself, which is what you're selling. Like coaching is a transformative practice. You're not selling hours, you're selling results. And when you're sharing from that magnetic place of being all the things, you'll draw in people like magic. An important thing to mention as well is that research shows that Negative emotions reduce the brain's ability to learn, to take in new knowledge and skills by impairing the function of the prefrontal cortex. This also reduces the access to working memory, which is the raw material for creativity. This again <laughs> hampers the curiosity, our cognitive agility and creative strategic thinking all of which are super important as a coach. And these functions are also crucial for your marketing. And this is not to say that you should avoid feeling negative feelings. What that means is that we need to let them move through us and to process them so that we can move back into alignment with being our most desired self. Um, so I'm not saying that you shouldn't ever feel doubt or scared or sad or disappointed or self-criticized and so on, because that's a part of the human condition and it'll never go away. I mean, we can manage it to, to get better, but our brains are just wired that way. It will eventually come up, but we just have the tools to manage it better. And so as it is a part of the human condition, to accept that is not only the most compassionate, but also the fastest way to get to the other side. 
And I once heard someone say, you can only access someone else's highest self and highest potential if you are in your highest self. And when we are leaning into our highest potential, we see it more easily in others as well. Who we are when we are doing something is way more important than exactly how we do it. When we are being the strongest energy in the room, the person that sees the potential in our client, the person that knows in her bones that coaching transforms people's lives, the how comes easily and naturally. And, you know, embodying, living, thinking, feeling and acting, or in other words, being, the version of ourselves that has our desired results is one of the fastest ways to get there. And the funny part is that when you do have the results that you once wanted, it almost feels like Meh, just another day in the office because you've been living in it for so long. So it's just natural for you that it will come. So yeah, that's that's quite a fun phenomenon. Now, of course, we are human beings with human brains and emotions. As I said, you will experience resistance and doubt. And that's where coaching comes in. You know where you want to go. You know who you want to be. And you live in alignment with that version of yourself every single day. Then once a resistance and limiting beliefs arise, you simply coach through them. If you haven't already listened to my episode, parts work, all of your energy going in the same direction, make sure to do that. It'll help you understand how to move through your internal resistance a lot faster. So be the result before you see the results. I would be honored to be your marketing and mindset coach and help you grow into the person who not only loves marketing her business, but also attracts clients as a result of it. If you're also, as I was, fed up with stuffing around and not really seeing results, then head on over to martinathomason.com and get a full one hour free consultation with me to look at where you're currently stuck and the exact steps to grow your coaching business based on your season in life, your strengths and your uniqueness. Talk to you soon. Bye. If you enjoyed this episode, pay it forward by sharing it in an Instagram story and tag me at Martina Thomas and Coaching. If you want tips on how to create amazing content every week, make sure to sign up for my newsletter and get my free guide, 10 holistic marketing hacks to sign more clients. It will transform the quality and quantity of your marketing from here on out. You'll find the link in the podcast description box in the show notes and in my Instagram bio. So make sure to grab that right now. I'll speak to you next week. Bye.